Where the bad folks go when they die, they don't go to heaven where the angels fry. They go to a dam in Gotham City and light on fire for a page and a half. And that's your <laughs> lake of fire. You're listening to The Run. It is The Run. This is The Run. It is The Run. The Hi and hello. How you doing? This is The Run, a comic book podcast where we look at runs, be it creators, characters, or sagas. With me, still alive, Christopher Boyce. How are you, sir? Uh, still kind of sick, but... Yeah, he just died. <laughs> just cut out yeah. there. <laughs> there he is. And John Kovacs, how are you? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? I am not good <laughs> after reading this. Crusade has been crusaded. We all hated it. Lake of Fire, this takes place, if we want to say in continuity, based on his outfit, Batman's outfit, towards the tail end of the crusade. This is his upgrade, first upgrade of the suit with the yes. stupid little visor and the red jewel on his forehead that's never explained. And I think that's a laser sight, but okay. I guess. They never fucking use that. And he still has his cape. He doesn't have his dagger cape or whatever the fuck yet, but he has his giant claws. So... Marvel and DC had a couple of crossovers in the late 70s and early 80s. Spider-Man versus Superman, Batman versus Hulk, Teen Titans versus X-Men was the big one. And then it stopped for a while. This was the beginning. This book here was the beginning in 94 of a intercompany crossover contract, I guess. There was, I want to say, 10 to 12 different crossover books that they put out since then. Was this before Amalgam? Yes. Okay. This was before Amalgam. Maybe I think a year, two years before '96 is when that happened. Okay. Or late '95, early '96. <laughs> and for those of, of you who don't know what that is, fucking one own. of these days we might get. Yes, to that. we might. That's on the docket. Amalgam was from Marvel versus DC, where all the characters were just slammed together to make new characters, like Spider Boy or Dark Claw, Super Soldier, Challengers of the Fantastic, Iron Lantern. Yeah, uh, Dark Claw is the only one worth worth mentioning. Chris, any others? Or is it dark? I don't even know if it. Uh, I barely even remember that stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, dark you're pretty, honestly. Yeah, you're you were pretty young at that time. But yeah, there was just a shit ton of them, and they took over the titles. I think I think it was like a fifth week event where no titles except Amalgam came out for that month for either either you company. Know, the funny thing is, right before that, uh, complete total side note, but Wizard did their own version of it, and they combined characters of their own, and yeah, Wizard theirs were so much better than the ones yeah. that. Eh, some of them were cool. Some of them were fucking lame. Well, some of them were, yeah, let me put it that way. It was like probably a 50-50 split. Yeah. Some of them were really cool and other ones weren't. So. Yeah, Spider-Boy sucked ass. That was the one I was looking forward to. What, Spider-Mite? No, Spider-Boy. Oh, I'm talking about I'm talking the wizard about combo oh, yeah. ones. Cause it, they I, barely, did a, I barely remember those ones. Uh, it was just in one issue. I'll have yeah. to find it. We can look at it later. Yeah, Spider-Boy fought King Lizard, who I forget was the lizard and someone else, probably King Shark, and Bizarnage, which was actually pretty cool. It was Bizarro and Carnage. Oh, okay. So... But that's neither here nor there. There is other crossovers. There's a, this. This is actually the first of two parts, but they don't make that obvious until the end when nothing is resolved. <laughs> oh, there's a second part to this. Yes, and it's actually good. It's this one. I think it's called Punisher Batman or Batman Punisher, and the other one's called Punisher Batman because you know how companies get. Oh, okay, okay, dicky yeah. about the titles. The second one is with Bruce comes back. 
and it's John Romita Jr. on art and Chuck Dixon. I actually own it. It's it's actually a good read for a crossover. Oh, so it's actually part two of this story. Yes. Oh, they, okay. But they don't. They sell this as a one shot. Chris, have you ever read this before? So I never read this one, but I did read the Chuck Dixon one before. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because I was confused. I was like, "Why are we reading that book?" I wasn't aware that it was uh, part of the Crusade or Nightfall or any of that stuff until I saw it open up with uh, my Dark Souls character. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I this... swear, like it, the book opens with this knight sitting on a throne with a flaming sword, and it looks like my character from Dark Souls. So he's like the same armor set. Yeah, in a hellish lake of fire. And I thought this would be in the in the Crusade, they barely talk about the Knights of Saint Dumas or the Order or any of Azriel's origin bullshit. And I figured maybe while this is a crossover, they can't make this a must read in continuity wise because it's a different company and they couldn't reprint it in trades. I figured this might give us an inkling into what the order in St. Dumas is all about. Absolutely not. Azra has a vision of St. Dumas in this lake of fire and hell. And he comes to and they cut to the Punishers in town looking for Jigsaw. And Jigsaw plans on taking over Gotham. And here's his plan. Getting some jet fuel, putting it into the reservoir of Gotham blowing it up, and then he creates the new reservoirs. Well, he blows up both reservoirs because I guess they are currently building a new reservoir and they're about to transfer the water over from the old reservoir. This jet fuel has some new process. Apparently, it turns water into jet fuel of somehow. It it separates water and it separates the hydrogen and oxygen from water and then it sets it automatically. I guess the jet fuel is already burning, so it basically burns the oxygen. Yes. And... Sounds very dangerous. Yeah. That's all I can say. Before I mention anything else, Denny O'Neill from Venom and the editor of Nightfall, he's actually writing this story. Barry Kitson, who did the Mr. Freeze part of the crusade, is on art <laughs> for this. But Denny O'Neill's, we talked about how his writing's kind of old fashioned and it shows you have Batman in his grim darkness, but he's saying hokey things. Maybe I can get up. Like at one point, the Punisher tries to check track down uh, Jigsaw and his accomplice in a church, but some evil nun throws drugs in his face yeah, and poisons him. And then she sets the church on fire where enter Batman to see what the hell's going on here. And Batman yells out loud. This is Azrael Batman. Now maybe I can get up to the choir loft escape from there. No, it collapsed. Fires blocking all exits beginning to burn the floor. Like he's talking like a silver age character again. He's was not, he thinking that? Or was he saying that? He's I saying can, it out loud. Okay. I have the, I have the book right now. Oh, yeah. Literally saying it out loud. I wanted to talk about this part too, because at this point, why jump in the church? It's it? on fire. He doesn't know <laughs> that there's anyone inside. Yeah. Well, I think he jumps in right before, right when the fire starts, doesn't he? Oh no, it's it's Frank the Punisher well, is inside well, the church. On that's fire. That's on the inside, though. I mean, yeah. who's to say it's? It could be that he's. I don't know if it's actually Semantics. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he comes in, I guess, to rescue whoever's in this burning church, and it's he rescues the Punisher, and it's just yeah. You bring up some good points, Chris. This when Azrael's trying it's to. It's a dumb way to have a meet. Yeah, it's. Asriel's also ex- trying to escape, and when he does, he lifts up a pew, and he says, The floor, yes, already weakened, should be able to smash my way through and drop into the cellar. He says this six panels. It's just him announcing in the old 70s Claremont style of writing, and it does not let up. Everyone's just narrating to each other, You're so-and-so. I heard about you. You're also so-and-so. You look different. They team up to find out what the hell's going on, where Jigsaw is to stop his plot. And they one point, they... 
go to a Turkish bathhouse and start jacking everyone off in there because they're all naked. Then Batman starts coming all over the Punisher's face, but the Punisher doesn't like that. So he <laughs> runs away and ditches Batman and Batman gets pissed off because he was going to tell him that, or he told him that he was still going to be under arrest when they were done with their team up, which was kind of weird. Not the jerking off part. All right. Maybe the jerking off part wasn't real, but they it's do definitely go to not real. Bathhouse. They go into the Turkish back yeah. bathhouse yeah. because they think the Russian mob has something to do with Jigsaw yeah. and the... The mobster that he took over his organization yeah, and he took over his construction company. They they jam a lot of bullshit into these yes. thirty two pages. It's that's the problem. And the only thing that's important about that is that he references or he mentions oh he grabs his gas grenade from his tool belt. Yeah. That's the only thing that's important about that whole thing. Yeah. I do like in this Chris, I don't know if you notice it, in this one panel when the Punisher and Batman go into this bathhouse before they jerk everyone off, the the, <laughs> the word bubble says get them, but it says G three T T H three M. Like I, I guess get three it them. I guess that was their that was their attempt at like making an accent. I guess the whole direction of the way this stuff is written is pissing me off. Because as you're saying, he's he's saying when he's in the church, he's literally talking out loud to himself. And yeah. you could have just made that an inner monologue narration, but you, then you have the Punisher War Journal stuff. Just make it look different. And yeah, it, but nope, we're just gonna well, yeah, make later- talk out loud and. Turn her threes backwards. Because later on, the, the Punisher monologues to himself, and it makes sense. Well, no, Punisher monologues. Chris is saying Punisher monologues constantly. There's the, the, the captions are all Punisher, and Batman just talks out loud. Sometimes Batman was monologuing, I think. But it's, yeah. That's no, a third-person narrator. Oh, okay. At one point, when they're fighting the, the uh, naked Russians in the bathhouse, Batman screams out the St. Dumas, which made me think, all right, we're going to get some more background story on this that they'll flesh out in the Crusade. And, of course, they don't. St. Dumas comes as a vision, telling him to shut the fuck up. Cease your screeching. You're, what did you expect to seek here? Steam is not fiery water. Because he's looking. Yeah, it's something about like, like a fire. Yeah, because of that dream he had at the beginning. Yeah. That nightmare. And then Punisher ditches him, like I said. They go their own separate ways to find Jigsaw, who is a fucking lame Punisher villain. I don't know about you guys, but it's the only villain he really has. You're looking at me trying to... I think sometimes he... Again, it depends on the writer. Sometimes he's actually... Punisher like, shouldn't have villains, though. He should be able to murder them. That's what I like about uh, Dark Menace runs, true. is that he kills everyone. Yeah. There should... Except for maybe Barracuda, but that's a little different. Right, Chris? Well... Yeah, uh, I think Barracuda is dead, but they brought him back a couple times because yeah, he, he was pretty... Yeah, he was around for a few arcs. The fact that this jabroni... Like, Jigsaw fucking sucks ass. He's just a fat guy. Sometimes fat. He's fat in this. With no neck and just a cut-up face. There's nothing to him. He's just a generic gangster. No, I agree, but... To to bring up uh, Daredevil, again, Jigsaw works in Daredevil uh, because he shows up... I think it's the Brubaker section of the yeah. Daredevil run. Yes. And he's blind, so he's uh, he doesn't feel judged by cool. But yeah, yeah, as a Punisher villain, it's just like, how are you not dead yet? Yeah. They, they get the whole plot of... They figure out what Jigsaw's plot is and... <laughs> Well, I like it. So, yeah, they, Batman figures out the plot, and he goes to the... Well, first off, Jigsaw is the worst villain there is because he... His whole he plan doesn't, is just well, to make money off a reservoir. Well, the plan makes sense. The plan to make money off of this charging the city too much to rebuild the reservoir, which I don't know why you wouldn't think that there would be other construction companies that could rebuild it, but whatever. So he implement, implements the plan, and he does set the water on fire, and I'll get to the ridiculousness of Batman in a second, but he doesn't actually, like... 
watch it blowing up. He just assumes it's going to work. Come on. How long yeah. have you been a villain? You know you need to watch your plan and go through yeah. with it. He doesn't watch it. Batman ends up getting to the reservoir, and he's trying to figure out where the bomb is that's going to ignite the fuel that's going to burn the water, water yeah. that's going to burn down the two reservoirs. He gets up on the crane. <laughs> he operates the crane. And right as the, the water is being transferred from the old one to the new reservoir, that's when the bomb goes off. And I like it that Batman basically uses the crane wrecking ball, breaks the trough that the water's flowing the in. The flow, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, and that burning water will helplessly, or what's it say about it just going helplessly onto the road or something? And I'm like, no, it's still burning <laughs> on fire. Like, you probably... You're going to do a ton of damage to like a lot of stuff. Like You need to put the fire out. Get baking yeah. soda or something. The flame will race unchecked through the city's underground system of pipes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, it's pipe. still going to cause a lot of damage. It's going to cause even more damage by doing that. But it's, it's as-bats. What do you want? This lake of fire is subjected to, you would think, I don't know, a couple pages at least. This is the big plot. No, it's two half panels. Before it gets extinguished, uh, it, it lights and then immediately gets extinguished. But we mentioned how ridiculous Batman's costumes got over a time. Do you remember the scene where he's in the crane with yeah. his claws? And he's, and he's trying to operate the controls with them ridiculous claws. Yeah, his claws. Kelly Jones draws a good as-bats because he gives on the covers, he usually will give him gloves, like gauntlet gloves, but not the claws. Because Batman's running around with these stupid finger claws that are ridiculous ridiculously huge the way he's been drawn everywhere else he has these giant finger claws that he can't clearly grab anything with because they're just claws take all your fingertips stick them out as far as you can then take your thumb and make them all join together and that's how batman is drawn operating these crane controls he looks absolutely ridiculous no okay here's how you here's how you're <laughs> supposed to do this grab pointy chopsticks tape them to all your fingers Extend them all the way out and then try and operate anything. Yeah. That's what the clause looks yeah. like, basically. <laughs> Batman easily foils Jigsaw's shitty plot. Punisher gets the drop on him in some building, and they, they fight in a generic Punisher versus Jigsaw fight that we've seen before. Somehow, Jigsaw's able to always get the upper hand and escape. Punisher knocks him off a fucking building top, but Asriel saves him. Yeah, because he's an idiot. Yeah, and stores him off in this house somewhere. He has unfinished business with Punisher, so he goes up to fight the Punisher, and the Joker shows up. Just... Hey, guys, what's going on? Well, apparently, because Jigsaw mentioned that he had some contact in Gotham he was working with. Yes. He called this, him on the phone, and then all of a sudden, it turns out it was the Joker he was working with. Yes, and that comes up in part two, where they don't even allude to this. And the, and the other crossover with Dixon and uh, Romita Jr. Okay. is the creative team. It's just they're, they're two bad guys working together, and Punisher's trying to stop them. Okay. And he bumps into the other Batman. So, yeah, it's just Joker frees Jigsaw. And that's the end of them. We don't see them anymore. Batman, with his fingers grow growing even more now, like his fingers are... If we're going to look at the art in here, I want to say his claws are bigger than Punisher's head. They're yeah. three feet long a piece, but they fight. Punisher stupidly punches him in the head in his armor like it matters. He knocks the wind out of him with his gun because Kevlar pressure, whatever, and then gasses him out of his own gas belt. Punisher takes some gas out of his gas belt. And he grabs one of the grenades and basically yeah. lobs a bit at his head. Because his ventilation system wasn't equipped, which I would think would be equipped at all times. He has to turn. Apparently, he has to turn it on. Yeah. 
and he he just walks away saying, I won that fight. So I guess this was him winning versus Batman. And then the next one was like, all right, well, since he won the first one, Batman. Well, I like how he mentions I cheated because I used your gas grenade against yeah. you. It's like, no, you got out of there because Batman was going to arrest you. Yeah. And Batman yells to the clouds, St. Dumas, I failed, but I tried. I did my best. You understand that, don't you? Answer me and forgive me. And he gets no answer. And that's the last panel, him just staring so, yeah. off into the night. And this whole thing was bad you you said two yeah i'm giving it a two i actually didn't realize this was part one of oh that, you're rating it yeah that's oh, my rating going the ratings right away i'm sorry hold on chris did you have anything else to add to this before we go into ratings no i was about to give it my rating as well okay what i no can i get what i was saying was you and i were talking about this weeks ago and you had mentioned i guess it's part two now but i thought that that was we thought we were talking about it and we thought it was the first part. You thought it was. Yeah. I, I really remember I you saying was, you yeah. thought it was the first part. Yeah. And so the scene where the Joker comes up on Jigsaw, and I, I thought, I thought he was actually going to basically kill Jigsaw or hurt Jigsaw for trying to for take out Batman. Up. Yeah. And I thought that was he was just pissed off that he had the audacity yeah. to go after his villain. I didn't realize this was part one of the yeah the arc. I, I goofed on that, but yeah. No, it's not. It's fine. It's, I'm just laughing. That's all. We kind of already spoiled that. Jonathan, you'll go first this time since you already mentioned. You said you give this a two. Yeah, it's just bad. It's it's. I'd rather read the Crusade again or the Quest more than this again. That's all I'm saying. My Quest, Chris. I would give it. I'm going to give it a one. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, just a one. Uh, the only reason. It's not a zero is because it does, in a sense, tie into the run. And I think there are some... I think Asriel's ridiculous fingers are worth seeing. And there is a word bubble with Asriel talking to the... Or where he sees the Punisher again. And he says, ditching me at the bathhouse wasn't nice or smart or even useful. <laughs> it's just like, uh, okay. Okay. But... Yeah, it's, it's a train wreck of a comic book, so I really recommend staying away from it, but there is something there worth reading. It's worth your time. At least, <laughs> You're sure about that? At least read it once. Just once. Okay, I'm not going to give it a one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be with Jonathan. I gave it a two, and this is all on Barry Kitson's artwork. I'm putting all this... The art's good. I think the art's good. Um, he's He's gotten better over time. It's a little flashy here. It's better here than it is... In his uh, Mr. Freeze stuff, I think. Minus the giant three-foot-long fingers. I want to say deep down inside, he he did that on purpose, but I can't put that neither here nor there. I wish they showed more of them jacking off the Turkish guy, or not the Turkish guys, the, the Russian guys in the bathhouse. That would have been fun. I mean, I was thinking about reading some more erotic fanfic. And yeah, I do I'm have glad some. you did not, because I do for all some. of our listeners at home, they were just fighting the Russians. They weren't actually jacking them off, but... <laughs> you you got to get that in there somewhere in every episode, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. Punisher might enjoy a good fucking shot to the face, batching off uh, two other guys while fighting. <laughs> he did get a shot to the face from the nun. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, this is campy as shit, but I think they were trying to make it serious. Like, if they really went into the camp, I may have put this higher, but the attitude Azrael has in here as a Adam West type of character narrating out loud and then lashing out, the, the, the promise of St. Dumas probably getting some kind of clarification on what the order was and we got nothing. And the fact that the whole story was put around Jigsaw fucking lighting a reservoir on fire just to make the new reservoir and make money off that. Just like fucking, that's too many calories. This doesn't work in bank. Gotham City. It's, this plane would work in the middle of like Toledo or something. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or in the Lake of Fire, I, it's literally two panels. 
and they're not full page panels either. It's extinguished yeah, nothing. Like this the, plan, it gets this plan farts itself out of existence. The amount of damage that that could have done, and the extent, like how actually deadly this gas, their rocket fuel sounds, and what it was going to do to the water. And, yeah, and like you said, it's like, oh, it sets it on fire, and then yeah. he diverts the water, and yeah. that's it. That's the problem with these crossover books, man. It, these intercompany ones. If you don't have a couple issues, like Batman versus Predator was good because it had three issues to establish stuff. You only have anywhere from 32 to 48 pages in these crossovers usually to establish the heroes mixing in the universes, getting them to team up, and then fighting. Or vice versa. They fight, and then they team up. That's usually how every single of these crossover books go. The second one is way better because they kind of established themselves already in the first this book here. Punisher and Batman, Bruce Wayne, I, I should say get into an actual fist fight later and Batman kicks the fuck out of him because he's Batman. That's what yeah. he should do. So, uh, he sends the Punisher home bleeding to death. But yeah, this, this, I see Chris gives it a one. Jonathan gave it a two and I gave it a generous two. If it wasn't, if the artwork wasn't Barry Kitson, it was just someone, if it was Vince Giorano, maybe I'm sorry, Mr. Giorano, just Jim Ballant. Uh, Jim Ballant's okay. As long as he's staying away from women, he draws them like they're nude and just draws them with color over them. Like Catwoman. I forgot to mention that as well. That's kind of gross. You but, mean like, uh, what's his name nowadays? That doesn't help anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Greg Land. Oh, yeah. Greg Land literally traces porn, though. Yeah. I would have gave it a zero. Otherwise, if it wasn't, if the art wasn't good, because that's how bad it was. All, all that all that score goes right into the art. We averaged this one out at a 1.6. That seems about fair. And as always, if you have an email, you can give us a shout at Chris. The run pod at gmail.com. John. I just want to wish all of our listeners a Merry Christmas. Oh, okay. Is that our at gmail.com? No, that's just because uh, <laughs> it's Christmas come up here and just wanted to do that. We missed it on Thanksgiving and I feel bad for everybody. Uh, so Yes. Well, I think at time of recording, it's the second day of Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah happy to any Hanukkah. Jewish yeah. listeners. I don't know. I, no, Jonathan's looking confused at me. <laughs> How dare you say happy Hanukkah? No, I'm not saying <laughs> that. No, no, I would never... Or is no. it just because we're pulling back, pulling behind the curtain? Yes, that's okay. what it is. We should have um, said that uh, oh, last uh, episode. No, I got something here that I've been saving, actually. Oh, oh okay. Here's an email from Jerry, which is, this is, I say that for this episode specifically. Have you guys read any intercompany crossovers? If so, which ones are your favorites? Do you hate them all? Thanks. Bye. Well, I think we all hate this one the most. Jonathan's Yeah, Probably. Thinking. Marvel versus DC was a good idea, but they had the fans vote, so that was dumb because it was just who's your favorite wins. Yeah, I think I rate this with the the Spawn Batman crossover. God, we should do that as a bonus episode sometime. Oh no, we're gonna do that because yeah, we're gonna do that one down the line. I don't spoilers. The McFarlane drawn one is good only because McFarlane draws it, but Batman's such a dick bag in it. Well, it's... Frank Miller's writing that one. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. And the other one's by Chuck Dixon and... The second one I don't like at all because that one... War Devil, yeah. I put this... I actually put this one with the Chuck Dixon one, even though I like him as a writer, but it's that that book was just stupid. Do you I have a favorite one? Crossover? Yeah. Do you like any... Like a lot of intercompany crossover, but I think the first Batman versus Predator was good because that's when Predator was still a new thing and it was kind of wild to see a movie monster crossover. Cause that uh, I'll go with nice. Batman Predator, but then can I use mine also? I really like... Yeah, so with the amalgam, how they like Dark Claw is, is it Dark Claw? Yes, it's Dark Claw. Dark Chris, Claw are you was off. No, oh, it's not, sorry, you're Dark, up Dark Claw there. being the crossover between Wolverine and Batman. The first one was okay, but the second they did a second 
issue of everything a couple years afterwards. The animated series look. Yeah, and yeah. so they, they the Batman animated series issue was awesome. And only also because they combined other villains the way I would have I would have actually thought they should have yeah. did that with Apocalypse and Ra's al Ghul together. And I'm like, I had that idea. They did it. And they combined yeah. Cyber with somebody else pretty badass. I think Killer Croc. And so I was that's that's probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Chris? Uh, I would have to say the Avengers JLA. Busek and Perez. Yeah, Busek and Perez. It was like the perfect creative team for that type of story. And that was just four fantastic issues. A little delayed because of Perez's time doing all the artwork. But yeah, that's, that's but at least it got done. Yeah, it got done. And it got fucking done. That was the last one since. That's the last crossover between Marvel and DC since. They haven't done another one after that. Oh, I also liked Aliens. I think it's Aliens versus Green Lantern because they killed a majority of Stormwatch which was a Wildstorm DC property. And yeah. that actually brought in the authority, Mark Miller and Warren Ellison's Oh, authority. I didn't know that. Yep, that's, that's, you can thank the fucking Xenomorphs from Aliens for that. But yeah, I'm kind of a mark for the Aliens and Predators anyways, but a lot of their crossovers are awful. Most of their comic books in general are awful. If we were to do a run on all the Aliens and Predators books, we would probably be giving them ones nonstop. But yeah, I liked, I like yeah, Green Aliens, Green Aliens, Green Lantern Aliens and Batman versus Predator for me. And that's going to do it for this super short episode of the run join us next time where we are going to look at bruce wayne's part of night quest the search and then chris until next time merry christmas happy holidays until next time jonathan until next time until next time merry christmas happy hanukkah wow you stuck with the show to the end this show is produced and edited by me as well as those oh so lovely vocals were by me also a special thank you to kimberly lee for the show art you can see more of her work at kimberlyleeart.weebly.com if you truly enjoyed this, please share it and tell a friend and vote us five stars on whatever podcast platform you use. That would help us out tremendously. Thank you so much for listening.